What's up, everyone? How you doing? I'm Craig, and I'm here with Vinny, and this is Twin Peaks Evangelion. Woo woo! Woo Trying to bring more energy to this podcast because um, I've been listening <laughs> to a few episodes and I sound a bit kind of monotone, Vinny. <laughs> it's okay, Craig. You're a, you're a tired father. We get it. I am. I should have left one of my kids at the train station when they were four. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They gotta learn somehow. How's things? You good? Good. Good day at work. Beautiful day in Southern California. Can't complain. Very nice. Um, I'm currently actually traveling for work at the moment. I'm in a small town called uh, Palmerston North, which was made famous by um, the comedian John Cleese, who had a very shitty thing to say about it a few years ago. What? An older comedian has something shitty to say? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it was about 10 years ago or so, he um, he was doing a tour of, of NZ, and he said that you know he had a great time in Auckland, great time in Wellington, great time in Christchurch, but he said that Palmerston North was just miserable, and mm. famously said that if you ever wanted to kill yourself but you lacked courage then a trip to palmerston north should do it which is an incredibly shitty thing to say jesus in retaliation the (laughs) the city council about 18 months later decided to name their uh their local landfill after john (laughs) cleese that's great yeah the local landfill down here is named uh, mount cleese now which which is very Mm -hmm. funny Anyway, we, uh, this is Twin Peaks Evangelion. Welcome along, everyone. And, oh, Vinny, I went to the movies the other day. Wait, what? What could uh, you have possibly gone to see? I went to see a movie at IMAX. Have you been to an IMAX theater lately? Lately? No. I think the last IMAX thing I saw was Endgame, Avengers Endgame. The last thing I saw at IMAX uh, before this re- most recent time was um, Black Panther. So it's <laughs> going back even further. <laughs> but no, we... I found out just the other day, just randomly Googling what movies were coming up, I found that our local IMAX in Auckland was screening a certain film by the name of Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.01? Thrice Upon a Time. Say what? Yeah, so I saw this film on the biggest screen in New Zealand. (laughs) It was really good! (laughs) Uh, it's the first time I'd watched it since we'd covered it, and just seeing it on an enormous screen like that, it just reminded me of how little I'd absorbed it when I did watch it. <laughs> so, there is so much in that film. It is so yeah. dense. And seeing it like on this just enormous screen, all these intricate little details, you know, you never notice watching it on any you know, at home or whatever. Man, it was it was incredible. It was so good. Was Richard Taylor in the audience? No, not that I saw. I, I went with our buddy Richard, um, not Richard Taylor, but I went with our <laughs> friend Richard to the movie. We got there a little bit early. I think we were the second and third people in the theater. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the first person there was the, uh, you know, you picture the stereotype of a white man watching an anime movie by himself. <laughs> he had beaten us to the cinema. He was the first person there. He was probably camped out. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, it was the third showing of the day. We, you know, we watched it at about five o'clock in the afternoon, and it was—I think it was the third session that they had that day. So, I don't know. Maybe he'd been there for the previous two. <laughs> Who knows? I hate not... you because we're not getting it in North America until December in IMAX. Really? Yep. Wow. Sucks Wait, did you see subbed or dubbed? Uh, sorry, dubbed. No, subbed with subtitles. Hmm. Was that the only Japanese. thing available? Or was there English also available showings? Uh, no, it was just the just the Japanese uh, version uh. available. So I didn't get to hear Spike Spencer. Who <laughs> <laughs> is he? A bit of a piece of shit. He well, it's more weird that he has books written by himself about how to pick up women. It's like, um, uh, he's a you stick artist. to voice acting, please. Ugh. Imagine yeah. that being your first. Imagine that being your first. Um, your first approach <laughs> you try to chat some some woman up is like oh yeah i'm uh, i'm the voice of shinji yakari <laughs> want to make me fucked up <laughs> here put on this uh, put on this red jacket and this <laughs> <purple> <laughs> or put on this blue wig and kind of look like my mom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put on this um, penguin costume <laughs> <laughs> Uh, enough of that fucking nonsense but no no seeing 3.0 plus 1.0 on you know enormous screen is was just amazing um i mean just the level of detail that you get into like 
after Ray explodes into, you know, a puddle of LCL mm. or whatever, you know, Shinji's standing there clutching her plug suit and there's a tiny little cross comes up, you know, yeah. where her chest was. You know, I never noticed that. The end of the film where there's that 3D animated Ray head. Mm. Man, you see every fucking pore on her face. Eh? It's, oh, so it's disgusting creepy. and creepy. It also just made me realize how little of that film I actually understood. <laughs> There's so much stuff I missed. All this lore that I'm still not clear on. It's it's yeah, yeah it's wild. <laughs> no, Craig. I, I assume mm. the answer would be yes to seeing the other rebuilds in IMAX. But would you see End of Evangelion in IMAX? Dude, I would sell my grandmother to see <laughs> End of Evangelion in IMAX. That would be phenomenal. That would be so wild. Um, yeah, absolutely. In a heartbeat, I would see that. I was hoping that they might, you know, do some re-release, you know, with the 25th anniversary or something like that. But yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Maybe in a few years. Maybe. Yeah. When the kids are old enough, you can take them. Nope. <laughs> it's not, not going to happen. So the last time we spoke, Vinny, we recorded some audio commentary episodes, uh, which were a lot of fun. Did you have fun with those ones? I had a lot of fun just talking bullshit over pure art. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They were a lot of fun. We did notice a few things that uh, we had questions about, though. You know, some stuff, some dialogue that came up, and a couple of things, and um, things that we hadn't noticed before. One of the things that we noticed was a strange bit of dialogue in the in the Twin Peaks pilot. Yeah, when um, Mike and Bobby are going to Donna's house, and Bobby tells Mike, "Don't take any." oinkoink off that pig or something silly like that so weird so weird but a huge shout out to our friend ken who reached out to us by email he sent us a really cool email subject line being don't take any oinkoink off that pretty pig (laughs) (laughs) and ken writes thanks for such a fun podcast well you're welcome ken i'm glad you got something out of it the behind the scenes story of the don't take any oinkoink off that pretty pig line is that the script said don't take any shit off that bitch. But the network censors wouldn't allow it. So Lynch and Frost change it to something absurd. Mm. And that's a story I'd never heard before, but makes complete sense. Makes so much sense. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that they would even have written something like that in yeah. 1989 or whatever. Yeah, you know, knowing it's going to be, be on ABC, like, why would you even write it? But it makes total sense that the, you know, the network censors wouldn't allow it. Because... <laughs> Why would you? So yeah, they changed the tone. Don't take any oink oink off that pretty pig. I'm sure just David Lynch came off up with off the off the cuff. Hundred percent. Very cool. So thank you very much for sharing that, Ken. Um, Kenske, Ken Ken. Um, really appreciate. Ken Ken. <laughs> really appreciate that. And um, yeah, let's keep in touch. Vinny, we we started this endeavor. We actually ticked over our first anniversary. Um, we launched this podcast. 12 months and a few days ago so we've just we've just passed our first anniversary of um, uploading our first episode so uh happy birthday happy birthday and congratulations and congratulations (laughs) and i think that over that 12 months i've learned a lot about a show that i have had never seen before and knew nothing about and, you know, through watching the rebuild films and eventually watching the series and, you know, some other things, learning a lot, reading a lot, listening to a lot of awesome podcasts about this stuff, um, I got really absorbed into the world of Evangelion, like an Ava pilot being absorbed into an angel. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, I don't want to put words in your mouth or anything, Vinny, but I feel like you might be in a similar situation with uh, the Twin Peaks. I would fully agree that it was something that was, you know, known in about what was this like quintessential series that everyone should watch. Then once I dove headfirst and I, I, it consumed my life for a brief period of time, I couldn't stop thinking about all the theories I had in my head, all this craziness and just trying to learn more and more. So I feel like I've learned a lot about the world of Twin Peaks and overall David Lynch as well. I think given that we've just sort of passed our first anniversary, we've covered pretty much everything that we kind of wanted to cover. I've kind of met all the goals that I wanted to meet in partaking this project. And I mean, let's face it, we're both pretty busy at the moment, right? We've both got right. a fair bit fair bit going on in our, in our non-podcasting lives. So yes. 
I think it's time to start kind of wrapping up Twin Peaks Evangelion as a project. I think that this was a really, really fun endeavor. And I mean, we could come back at some point. But I think for now, this is going to be the end of Twin Peaks Evangelion. (laughs) No. Um, But I thought we could do something a little bit fun for for this last episode. Since we've both learned a lot about stuff that we didn't know anything about 12 months ago, um, I thought it might be fun to test each other's knowledge with this. Mm. So, independently, we've gone away and we've come up with some questions. Um, I've got a bunch of questions for Vinny about Twin Peaks, the entire series and movie. And Vinny, I understand you've done the same for the uh, Evangelion franchise. From the series, from movies, rebuilds, you name it, I got it here. Awesome. We're not going to keep track of points or any of that bullshit, but nah. uh, I figured we might uh, we might just sort of quiz each other on this. Maybe start with some sort of softball questions, and um, <laughs> I understand you've got an exceptionally hard question <laughs> at NGE for me to finish off with. Yes, one that, that I thought of. Do I even know this? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Likewise, I've got an exceptionally hard question for you about Twin Peaks, so we'll, uh, we'll finish off with that. Oof. All right. Do you want to kick us off, Vinny? Sure. I'll give you I'll give you a little softball. Alright. <clears throat> what is Kaji's secret hobby? What is Kaji's secret hobby? I mean, did he keep it a secret that he grew watermelons? Was that a secret thing? <laughs> was that what was I, that common knowledge? I feel like it was because we only saw scenes with him and Shinji with the melons. He didn't bring anyone else there. Uh, Although true. he was admiring Masato's melons from time to time. This is this is true. <laughs> One detail I did notice from the from Thrice when I saw it in IMAX was the whole scene with uh, Masato hanging out in that weird vault thing with all the flora and fauna, and she just like constantly goes yeah. back to just hang out with the watermelon seeds. That's yep. something I'd forgotten from the first viewing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny that it's just become that she uses that as kind of like a, an avatar for for her lost love. <laughs> Very cool. All right, easy, uh, easy Twin Peaks question for you. What is the name of the pornographic magazine that Andy borrows when he needs to collect a sperm sample? Was it Flesh World? It was Flesh World. Yes, yeah. correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that scene with the that this one? This is the scene that always makes me laugh is when he's going to the bathroom with the with the magazine. <laughs> And he bumps into Lucy and like drops all her papers, and she sort of <laughs> picks up his magazine. <laughs> so so he's going to the bathroom. He's very, got a whole town funny. in there. He's got a release. <laughs> I'm a whole damn town. <laughs> when I watched um, Twin Peaks with my flatmates way back in the day, when we rented it on videotape, for some reason, my my roommates that I lived with they decided that I. Of all the characters that I was most like Andy. <laughs> and so they, they just constantly roast me about being a whole damn town. <laughs> it's like a it's like a running joke in the flat. That's hilarious. <laughs> Alright, what you got for me? Okay. I thought of one that is tricky, but if you think about it, but like, oh, this is pretty easy. So <clears throat> Alright. Which two characters typically have the same voice actor regardless of which W you watch? Hmm. They typically have the same voice actress. Oh, it wouldn't be. Oh, it's got to be Ray and Yui, right? Ding, 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 ding. Wicked. Yeah, no, that that makes total sense. Was is there any distinction between their voices? I guess Ray's. Well, depending on which version of Ray, that's a whole other kettle of fish yeah <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other percolator of fish i guess yeah ray's delivery is often a bit more kind of vacant yeah or even then very passive or like whispery yeah. and whereas with like flashbacks with yui like it's more kind and like heartful yeah sort of warm and heartfelt yeah yeah in part one of the return what type of coffee did tracy bring to sam this is the Sam being the guy that was watching the glass box. Yes. Um. Fuck. Um. 
I will go with French vanilla latte. Mm. Half a point. <laughs> um, mm. It was a latte. I knew it was. She didn't specify what type, though. She just said, I, I, got, I brought us two lattes. Ah. The first time I saw that scene, because, you know, this is part one of The Return, the very first thing, you know, one of the first scenes that we have in The Return is, you yeah, know, yeah. two lattes. And given what I knew about coffee and its role that it played in Twin Peaks previously, I thought it was a really interesting choice. I was just like, oh, is this, is this a commentary on, uh, you know, this, this coffee being more fancy than just plain black coffee that Cooper drank? Is this kind of a commentary on how things have changed? That's, that's kind of where I was thinking with that when, um, when that first happened. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> All right, Craig, you ready? For a really challenging one. Ooh, okay, hit me. What does AT field stand for? Um, that stands for Absolute Terror Field. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Yes. Nice. I got to give a little shout out to um, a couple of podcasts that I've been listening to, um, you know, covering Evangelion um, specifically. Uh, there's a really good one, which um, they're not releasing any more episodes at the moment. They've They sort of you know, they their last episode was about uh, thrice, but it's called the You Cannot Podcast with not being in parentheses. <laughs> very, very, very good podcast. Very, very funny, intelligent guys. You know, on on that one of which was you know had some history with the show, and one was sort of watching it for the first time. Um, very, very funny, and um, they're big Twin Peaks fans as well. So they often they'll talk about <laughs> they talk about Twin Peaks stuff as well. So check that out if that um, if that sounds good. That's funny. They have a, some. They have some really good running jokes, which they um, which they sort of go through. It's, it's they're very very funny. Another really good one, which um, helped me, which will probably help me out a lot, is um, this one called Farewell Evangelion, which again is two guys, one of which <laughs> knows a lot about the show, one of which is going through it for the first time, um, but they've they've gone through sort of piece by piece as well, and they're they're still active and they're still they're still running stuff. Um, currently, they're working through some of the manga. Which is which is interesting, but they did a couple of episodes specifically on Evangelion lore, so like you know the whole history. So if one of the guys, I can't remember what the guy's name, but he knows his shit, mm-hmm. very very well informed. So yeah, check. I definitely recommend checking those out. Yeah, little little plug. Nerds there. talking about Evangelion. <laughs> I know. Uh, is it my turn to ask you a question? Yes, it is. It is okay. Sticking with the return, what is the name of the sex worker that the original Dougie Jones was seeing before he was yeeted back into the red room and replaced with Coop? It's a one. It's like it's Jade. 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 Yes. <laughs> Jade. <laughs> something. Something I heard somewhere about this. Apparently, um, someone asked. Mark Frost, if um, the name Jade was a reference to Sapphire and Jade from Invitation to Love, <laughs> and he 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 laughed and he said that not intentionally, but in his head, Invitation to Love is still is still on the air <laughs> in 2017, <laughs> and that Jade, the sex worker, is a big fan and chose the name jade as her professional name because of (laughs) invitation to love so that was pretty cool that's great (laughs) that's why my stripper name would be (laughs) ramayel and my stripper name would be (laughs) the jumping man (laughs) what's the okay what, what would the worst what would the worst Twin Peaks stripper name be? Mm. Carl Rod. <laughs> Maybe Harry Truman, because it's just a president's name. <laughs> if you were a if you're a female stripper, you could um you could just call yourself Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> All right. Okay, enough Ooh. of that. <laughs> oh, what All you right. got for me? Out of the three children, 
who is the oldest? Ooh. Ooh, hang on. Interesting question. Mm-hmm. Let me think about this for a sec. Well, I mean, technically Ray, <laughs> because she's <laughs> a clone. Or maybe it's not Ray because she doesn't actually have a birthday. Um, <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think. The episode where original Ray gets choked, mm-hmm. she was, what, like six, seven-ish? I feel like Shinji was more of a toddler, but I don't know if that was kind of earlier in time or around the same time. Um, uh. Okay, so I did the answer because that Ray is dead and it isn't the Ray we meet, so I did it as like that Ray is the middle okay. that we meet. So mm-hmm. it's Shinji born June 6th, 2001. Ray born sometime after, and Asuka born December 4th, 2001. Ah, okay. <laughs> Imagine if Asuka was born on the 11th of September, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would have been great! <laughs> what was the um, What was the date of the second impact? I think that was in... That was in the year 2000, wasn't it? That was the year 2000. Uh, let me see. Let's, that's a quick Google that was, way. Because um, that, was, that was listed as Kaworu's birthday, wasn't it? Yes, it was. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I heard that Very somewhere. good. When was... And um, a little impact. little Easter egg for uh, our Twitter followers. <laughs> if you look at our Twitter profile, TP Evangelion, <laughs> uh, that's listed as our birth date as well. Mm. Oh, so that was September 13th, 2000. So, so close to (laughs) 9-11. So, like, yeah, 12 months and two days. Uh, Two days. So, like, 363 days before 9-11. Imagine if Anno accidentally predicted (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. Have you heard the theory about about how Radiohead supposedly predicted nine eleven? Have you heard this? No, <laughs> do tell. Yeah, okay. There's a there's a music writer that I really love, Chuck Klosterman. He writes about music and pop culture and stuff. Yeah, you know, very very cool guy. He's written a few books and stuff. One of his books that he wrote in the mid two thousands, he he basically convinced his publisher to let him drive from you know from coast to coast, visiting a bunch of sites where rock stars had died mm. <laughs> so he like so he visited like the field where you know all those people died in a plane crash um you know all those like Jerry yeah the day the music died yeah yeah that 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 site and um yeah he apparently went to the bridge that Kurt Cobain lived under for a time and you know went to all these different places but as he's driving across the country he's just sort of like he wrote this weird kind of tangent about how um the album kid a the radiohead album kid a it came out in like october 2000 but just like how the songs and the lyrics and the tone kind of you know could be married up with the with the events of 9 11 i can't remember <laughs> the whole thing it's it's pretty it's pretty stupid <laughs> it's kind of one of those um wizard of oz pink floyd kind of synchronicity things but, uh, <laughs> right yeah all right is it time for a question for you Yes, sir. All right. In the original series, which character used the drug Heloperidol? Heloperidol was... May I ask if it was season one or two? Yes. Which one was it? Season one or two? I think it was established in season one. Hmm. Season one. Let's see. Who would take a drug? Oh, what's her name? Maybe she was on it. Um, mm, You're not Googling, are you? No, I'm not. I'm trying to think of her name. The The girl who who survived that night Laura died, Um, who escaped. Oh, Renette? Renette, yes, thank you. No, it was not Renette. <laughs> Damn. It was Philip Gerard, the one-armed man. Oh, that was the medicine he... Oh, right, right. Yes, without chemicals, he points. Uh, the heloperidol was the titular chemicals. That's right, that's right. Mm. It's all coming back. Dang it! Dang it! Hit me with some of that sweet, sweet Ava questioning. <laughs> Alrighty. 
In Neon Genesis Evangelion the TV series, Kaji steals Adam, the first angel's fetus, for Gendo Ikari. In the rebuilds, Kaji steals something completely different. What is it that he steals? Is it the lost key of Nebuchadnezzar? Correct. Yes. I have a follow-up question for you. Yes. What the hell is the lost key of Nebuchadnezzar? <laughs> is it, do we ever see it? Or is it just kind of a, a thing? I assume Gendo injects it because it's like that's that a circul- circulatory system attached to a needle. So I just assume ah. like Gendo took it and that's how he got that new form in Thrice where he's basically just a hollow man. Right. That's what I assume happened okay. with it. We never see whatever happened to that so it's like Okay, so it's kind of like a fluid or something. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's like the Philosopher's Stone in Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Cool. <laughs> what is the population of Twin Peaks as per the Welcome to Twin Peaks sign? 50,000 and some change? Uh, I'm going to need you to be a little bit more specific than that. Yeah. Uh, 52,169. Lower. 51,000. Higher. 21,243. I can't retain such information. Just give it. Just one, tell one, me. One more, one more guess. One more guess. Fifty-one thousand two hundred and nine. <laughs> it was the correct answer is fifty-one thousand two hundred and one. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we we talked about how um, when they pitched the show to the network, they wanted it to be a town of about five thousand people. Mm-hmm, like, which you know, realistic 5, 100 pe- people and the network said nah people aren't going to watch that we need mm-hmm. to have a bigger town so they went all right well <laughs> just add a one <laughs> 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 i knew it was fifty thousand something <laughs> well no points for you <laughs> whatever all right what does sale translate to in english soul ding 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 and i'm just going to flex here for a second Nerve is German for nerve. <laughs> and the previous organization, which went by Guerin or something like that? Yes. Is German for... Oh, it's either brain or heart. Which one is it? Which one is it? Heart. Brain. Stupid. Uh, that'll <laughs> trust me to follow my brain. <laughs> <laughs> What is the name of the establishment that Cooper describes as having, quote, a cherry pie that'll kill you? And <laughs> the double R diner. <clears throat> Incorrect. This is before he gets into town, or well, as he gets into town, before he's even been to the double R, he describes having lunch at a place called the Lamplighter Inn. That sounds familiar. I think he says to Harry later on, have you ever been to the Lamplighter Inn? They've got a cherry pie that'll kill you. So, <coughs> bit of a trick question there for you. <laughs> Rude. All right, what's next, good sir? What is Oscar's full name in the original series? In the original series, her full yes. name is Oscar Langley Soryu. Correct. Um, <laughs> I was just, I was like, shit. There's a middle name in there. I've forgotten. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, very good. What's it in the rebuilds? In the rebuilds, her mm-hmm. name is Oscar. I think Langley's still there, but Shikinami is her last name. Oscar Shikinami Langley. Ugh. Oh, Stupid. Enough. Stupid. 
right. Um, let's go to the end of the return. In part 18 of the return, what gas station does Cooper and Kerry Page stop at for gas on their way to Twin Peaks? Valero? Correct. Yeah. Bonus question for you. Whereabouts was the scene filmed? Like, what was the location of the Valero? Yes. Um, I wonder, Which city was this scene filmed in? Vegas? Incorrect. Hmm. It was filmed in Santa Clarita, California. No shit! Yes. What a the location fuck? I un- a location I understand you're somewhat familiar with. Yes, I live there. Well, let me see. Where's, where's there Valero near me? Uh, it's specifically located at 9661 Sierra Highway. Now, Vinny, without doxing yourself, how far away is that from you? <laughs> let me see. Let me... 9661 Sierra Highway. That is... Uh, Google Maps. Directions. That is loading... 22 minutes away from me. 19 miles. 19 miles. Cool. So if anyone wants to track down Vinny, uh, just (laughs) knock on every door within a 19 mile radius of of that particular Valero. Good luck. Uber Or just just find the local porno (laughs) theatre. Yeah, that's what the streaming price upon a time. (laughs) That's hilarious. So yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. Like I just, I don't know how I happened upon that information, but I just went, oh shit, okay. <laughs> and I, I, I almost texted you about it, but then I thought, oh no, wait a minute, I'll leave, I'll leave it for the quiz. Damn you. <sighs> Fuck. Okay, next. Name any and all people who have been commanders of Nerve. Commanders of Nerve. All right. Well, we've got we've got Commander Gendo Akari. Mm-hmm. Does. Hang on, is, does Masato fit this bill? Was she acting commander at some stage or something like that? Yes. Yes, okay. And I heard somewhere, I can't remember where this is or, you know, what this is based on, but I, I understand that Kaji was commander of Nerve at some point. Was it Kaji? Or, or it was either Kaji or Kawaru. There was some fuckery with that. Yeah, I'm going to say it was Kaji was... A commander at Nerve. It was Karu. It was Karu, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Kaji was like his his right-hand man. Yeah, he was the Fuyutsuki to him, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Karu is such a weird character. I don't don't always understand his appeal, to be honest. I think it's just the mystery behind him. You just want to know Mm. more about him. Yeah, I guess. Man, Fuyutsuki's pretty... I I, I like Fuyutsuki. I think he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's just entangled with some bad people. Yeah. All right, Vincent, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. In 1993, a series of commercials featuring many Twin Peaks actors appeared on Japanese TV. <sighs> what product were they promoting? Damn it, I'm trying to remember the name of that coffee. <sighs> but, oh. The coffee brand. Is the, is, the name, is the name of the coffee on your mind? Hmm. <laughs> I just watched this again like a week ago. Shit. Well, then you should fucking know it, you you dweeb. <laughs> um, Five, four, three, two. Great coffee, I don't know. Georgia coffee. Georgia fucking coffee. Georgia on my mind. Georgia O'Keefe. Georgia, <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia. Midnight train to Georgia. Midnight train to Georgia. Devil went down to Georgia. Oh, shit. When did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Probably sometime after midnight, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sometime after midnight. <laughs> How are we going questions-wise? I got a few more. You can tell me when your last hard one is, and I'll give you my last hard one. Oh, don't. You're going to buy me dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Studio Gainax was the animation company making and distributing Neon Genesis Evangelion. They have reached hard financial times and are now a distributor of what product? Um, Some kind of produce. Or maybe just produce in general. I'm going to say, like, tomatoes or something stupid? Correct. Tomatoes. (laughs) Right on the nose. (laughs) 
It's such a, it's such a I, I was reading about that a little while ago, actually, about, you know, Arno, you know, his legal battles to get the rights to it back and, you know, how he bought them out and all this kind of stuff. It's such a twisted web. It's so weird. But it's like, in Japan, it's possible to just get the rights back to the thing you created. Like, he was able to do it. Like, I wish Lynch could, like, have all of Twin Peaks or everything he's had you know, or created because yeah. that would be great. Yeah, man. It wouldn't take this long to have a great release of Lost Highway. No. All right. Troy Evans, the actor who played P- Principal Waltzchek in the pilot episode of Twin Peaks, appeared as a sheriff in which Peter Jackson film? Sheriff. Well, I doubt there were any sheriffs in Lord of the Rings. Um... <laughs> no, they only in The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only in The Hobbit. <laughs> um, wait. Probably not in King Kong either. Um, um, I'm going to say The Frighteners. Correct. The Frighteners. Yeah. <laughs> Filmed in beautiful Wellington, New Zealand. Ooh. A city that I used to live in and would often see um, locations from just out in my general everyday life. <laughs> very, very cool film. Um, absolutely check it out if you haven't seen The Frighteners. Very, very good film. All right. What you got for me, big boy? What is Mari's real name? Mari Illustrious Boobs Makanami. Mari Illustrious Makanami. You're not forgetting another name? Oh. Oh. You just saw the referred. She's referred to by um, Fuyutsuki as Mary Iscariot. Ding, ding, ding. Uh. (laughs) I'm like, this should be an easy one. He just saw the movie. So what? So what? What was that question? You, what is her real name? Real name. So what's yes. what's the? So is that sort of a, a canon thing that? Well, it's now canon because of thrice, but before then it was the scare I mean, uh, illustrious one where everyone yeah. just where she was on file at Nerve as the uh, illustrious cleavage or whatever. Sure. I mean, is, is it just that film that it, just the the final film that establishes that? Her, the scary yes. name. Is a mm-hmm. scariot. Mm-hmm. Huh. Weird. Didn't did not know that. Interesting. Yep. What's her deal? Do you reckon? Was she around with Gendo and Yui back in the day, or is that picture just a someone that looks like her? What's what's the deal? <laughs> it is, is her from time. It, it is, is her, her because remember how once you become an Ava pilot, you just stop growing. Oh, the, the curse of the Ava. The yep. curse of the Ava. But also, it's established in, spoilers, the ending of the manga. Yeah. Talk me through that. How does the, what is, what's... So, what it's weird. So, the manga ends, it does human instrumentality differently and, you know, the rev- mm-hmm. replications of that, which I won't spoil for you. But then there's okay. a bonus chapter of Yui helping a woman get ready for work. And it's like this huh. weird, like, just like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, I love your glasses. And at the end of the chapter, she's like, you know, she turns her around to the mirror. How do you look? And it's her. Wow. Interesting. It, it's so, it, like, I like that. It was so weird. When I read the manga, I'm like, cool, I just finished it. Wait, what's what's happening? Then I'm like, oh, wait, this this is how they made um, Mari canon and showing that she was around with Yui and Gendo. So when when was that? Issue of the manga, when did that come out? 2014, 2015. Right, so after the third rebuild. After thing. third, but before thrice, yeah. Yeah, right, got it. Interesting. Um, Vincent, tell me something. Mm-hmm. In, in The Return, what is the name of the blog that Bill Hastings maintained? <sighs> mm, is it like the search for the center or something like that? It is something like that. Mm. <laughs> Want to take another guess? The search for the other side. I don't know. The search for the zone. Zone fucking hell. Um, mm. Apparently, for a time, this was an actual website that existed <laughs> and um, was done in the style of a 1995 um, internet blog. Hell with yeah. A of, with a whole lot of strange, um, you know, dead links to things and... Mm-hmm. All this weird stuff. I think it was owned by the company that released the um, soundtrack. 
Mm. Yeah, they just they just made this as a marketing thing, and um, that's cool. I think in the I can't remember what it was, but it was one of those weird things where if you looked at the code of the site, there was like a, a hidden YouTube video that you know showed a some footage of the convenience store or something like that. It's, that's cool. Yeah, it was, it was one of those really cool th- little viral marketing things. That's yeah. amazing. I don't know if it's still up, but um, it would be good to. It's it's worth checking out if it's still mm-hmm. around. Twin Peaks adjacent. Konami let the domain for SilentHill.com run out, and now some random person <laughs> has it. Because of course, yes. yes. If if you haven't been to SilentHill.com recently, just go and check that out. Because just go and check. It's it very out. funny. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Fuck Konami. Let's, I won't spoil it. <laughs> um, this this was recorded about two days before apparently something Silent Hill related is going to be announced. So yep. Um, <laughs> As big fans of the of the franchise, Vinny and I are sort of, um, you know, keeping an eye on that one. Can't wait um, to the announcement of a new skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> Vincent, give me a question. I will, good sir. Okay. What is the time difference between the release of 3.33 and 3.0 plus 1.0? How long was that distance? So we're talking actual... Like in actual release, actual date release time. in yeah. actual release date in Japan, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I know Thrice was delayed by about twelve months. So I believe three point three three came out in twenty twelve. Twenty twelve and Thrice came out in two thousand twenty one. So, nine years is what I'm going to go with. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Very good. All right. Good. In the return, what is the name of Nadine's shop? Uh... Okay, I can see her meeting Jacoby outside. And... Golden shovel perched in the window. It's so. That's also so weird, because they never shared a scene in the original series, did they? No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Apparently, in the um, one of the Mark Frost books, there's a bit of um, you know, there's a bit of discussion about how he treated her as a patient over the years and mm. all this kind of stuff. But mm, no, they didn't share a scene. Okay, I'm gonna go with. What? Hang on, they or did they? Because yeah, when she went back into high school. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was all, there was all that. That, that was on his recommendation that she. Mm-hmm be re-enrolled in high school so yeah all that nonsense god how many how many problems in twin peaks would be solved if they had an actual proper you know (laughs) mental health care person in charge yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um as for the answer i'm gonna go with nadine's magic curtains nadine's magic curtains very close the name of the shop is run silent run drapes (laughs) <laughs> which I believe is a reference to a film called Run Silent, Run Deep, which I don't know what that's about. But Not um, Run, Lola, um, Run? <laughs> not Run, Lola, Run. Not C-Spot, Run. <laughs> not Run, the Akira Kurosawa film. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> run Silent, Run Drapes. Amazing. <laughs> Identify... Which of the children are which? As in, who's first children, who's second children, who's third children? Hmm. Now, well, Shinji is the third children. Mm-hmm. And what I'm getting stuck on is whether or not Ray was established as a first children before Oscar, or, or if Oscar was. Because I know that there's some stuff about how Oscar was sort of identified as a pilot from a very young age. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the timeline of how, of when Ray was specifically given that designation to be a pilot, to be a children. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that Oscar was the first children and Ray was the second children. No, other way around. Other way around. Yep. <laughs> Bound to happen. Because that first Ray that was murdered was already chosen as the first children. Oh, uh, okay. So the they ju- instead of murdered. like mixing up the numbers, they just kept it as first children Ray for the next Ray. Right. 
Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that process had happened in Germany or whatever earlier than than that. But no, no, okay, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> um, what instruction does a miniature version of the evolution of the arm give to Coop when he was wrestling with Ike the Spike? Like rip off his arm. Have another, have another go. Um. Rip off a limb. It was. <clears throat> Squeeze his hand off. Squeeze uh. his hand off. <laughs> Squeeze his. I hand feel like off. I was actually there. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. It'd be scary. <laughs> Out of the rebuild films, which one is the shortest? Uh, that would be three point three three. Mm-hmm. Want to take a wild guess how long it is? Um, I'm going to say 93 minutes. Ooh, 96 minutes, buddy. 96 minutes. What's three minutes between friends? <laughs> oh, a regular, I'm sorry. A regular I, this Friday doesn't really night. happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A regular Friday night. <laughs> um, speaking of a regular Friday night, uh, what is the name of the skeevy bar in Canada that Laura and Donna visit? In oh, Twin Peaks Files with me. Oh, it's <sighs> fucking mother. Um, I know this. I know this. I know this. We just oh, talked about make, this. Make it, a, about... make it a little bit easier. It's the something and the something. So fill in the blanks. The. Oh my god. The. Folks, he's absolutely straining at the moment. He's got I such know this. intense look of concentration on his face I right now. I know this. I'm, it's the... It's the... Drinking North. I can't fucking think. I don't... Uh, what is it? What is it? Tell me. Tell me. It starts with... It's... A word starting with P and a word starting with G. The P and the G. Duh. I'll give you another seven seconds. The peace and grace. I don't. I can't think. The peace and grace. I can't think is incorrect. Yeah. The power <laughs> and the glory. Fucking the the God, do that. <laughs> I knew it was like word and word and uh oh, sorry, you fell short there. Me, 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 me. Not the first time. <laughs> no power, no glory. <clears throat> what is the name of the runaway mecca in the original series, Neon Genesis Evangelion? The runaway mecca. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the autonomous thing um that doesn't need a pilot. And it's got a weird name. And that name is... Uh, Jet Alone. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I liked that episode a lot. It's I know, so I know it doesn't. I know it doesn't get much love in the community, but yeah, I really like that one. I thought it was really cool. It's really cool. I know. I see so many like videos in defense of Jet Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That and Magma Diver. <laughs> yeah. I think I liked it better than Magma Diver, but, but still, I mean, I don't hate Magma Diver. I think we, we definitely talked about this. I think um, yeah. it's an interesting concept. concept right. Know, more than anything else. Speaking of an interesting concept, what letters does Bob place under the fingernails of Teresa, Laura, and Maddie? There's a three-part question. Is it N-E-R? Nope, nope, and nope. Well, no, hang on. N-E-R. R is one of them. Mm. Whose fingernail was the R placed under? Fuck it. Laura? Yes. Okay. Do you want to take a second guess at what Teresa and Maddie's letters might have been? Because you'll remember that Coop identified that Bob was almost, he was using these letters under the fingernails to sort of like sign his name almost. Yeah. Um, wait, let me write this down so I have keep track. So R, Laura, 
I already said E N and E and it's Teresa and Maddie. So wait, it's S under Teresa and P under Maddie. Oh. Incorrect. It was T under Teresa's finger and mm. O underneath Maddie's oh. finger. Damn it. And I think okay. Bob was spelling out the name Robertson. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what have we got? All right. What is the secret institute that picks the Ava pilots? I mean, Seeley picks the Ava pilots, um, but they do it under the guise of using the. Uh, one of the podcasts that I referred to earlier, they make a joke about how it's called the Marmaduke Institute. <laughs> But I can't remember what its actual name is. I know it's similar to that. I'm going to say Marduk Institute. Marduk, but yes, it's Marduk. close enough. Marduk. It's the Marduk Institute. Marduk. Speaking of ducks, have you have you ever <laughs> seen the um, the TV version of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared? It came out recently? No, I, I haven't watched it yet. It's so good, dude. It's so <laughs> cool. Like, it's... um Honestly, it, it's... Like with the amount of symbolism and lore and stuff, like it's mm-hmm. it's 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 up there with even Gillian, to be honest. Like it's pretty <laughs> crazy. Hey, the worm in my brain tells me I don't have the body type to pull off wearing denim, but I just tell it to pipe down. <sighs> and the worm in my brain makes me think that the documents I've been forging have led to many deaths. But I know that's just silly. <laughs> and it's very funny and dark and interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, give it a watch. It's really cool. <laughs> All right, Vinny, we've made it to my very, very hard question. Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready? Yes. I'm going to ask you a question about an, a nondescript episode, oh, season two episode that you probably saw once and probably <laughs> late at night and probably don't remember. All right. This is a multi-part question, too, to make it extra difficult. All right. <laughs> Part one. In episode 12 of the original series, mm-hmm. Judge Clinton Sternwood asked his law clerk to prepare a certain cocktail for himself, Sheriff Truman, and Coop. What is the name of this cocktail? Mm. <sighs> Fucking a pine cocktail. I don't know, something rural like that, maybe. <laughs> Incorrect. Do you remember the scene at all? Yes, I remember it. How they're just having to a chat and like orders, yeah, sends her away to do it, and yeah. The name of the fictional cocktail is the Black Yukon Sucker Punch. Mmm, yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. What it would be. <laughs> Part two of this question. Mm-hmm. Please describe its appearance. It's dark and white. <laughs> it is described on the Twin Peaks wiki as a black liquid topped with light blue foam. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Part three of this question. <laughs> While no specific recipe for this abomination was given, the following is visible on screen when the drink is being made. A coffee pot, a blender, two bottles of Perrier mineral water, a bottle of Bowles Blue Caracal liqueur, and which hard liquor? Um... um. I don't drink, so I'm just going to say bourbon. I don't know. Is that even hard liquor? I don't even know. (laughs) It is. What brand of hard liquor? Um, Fucking. um, mm, Mike's Hard Lemonade. That's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. No, it was Jack Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Final part of this question. Here's how you can turn it all around, okay? If you get this mm-hmm. question, I'm, if you get this correct, I'm going to give you 500 <laughs> points. So the name of the cocktail was the Black Yukon Sucker Punch. The 2011 Zack Snyder film Sucker Punch currently has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of what? How many percent? 26%. <sighs> Take another guess. 27%. No, other way. (laughs) 22%. (laughs) 
you know, forget Justice League. I think uh, Zack Snyder should uh, just release the uh, release the Snyder cut of Sucker Punch. Seriously, coward. why would he tease that? He fucking <laughs> teased that in like a GQ interview. Yeah, there's a director's cut of Sucker Punch. No, is why that a we... real thing? I was just making, yes, was just a joke. <laughs> I'll send it to you later. There was a legit interview. It was right around when like the of Justice League, and he's like, you know, I also have one of Sucker Punch. I'm like, fuck, what do you mean? No. Oh yeah, that, that's the one. Uh, yeah, the the director's cut of Sucker Punch um, includes the scene of Batman going down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker punching her. If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh boy. Let's um let's move on from that. <laughs> All right. Oh. Have you got a difficult question for me, Vinny? Yes. I was legit sitting down wondering what's something that you you probably see without throughout the series, but you don't retain like exact details, right? So then It'll I thought about, of something like about ninety percent of the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So I thought of something. Wait, there's blank. Do I even know? Then I took a guess, got it wrong. So here it is. I'm so psyched for this. The giant Lilith on the cross in Terminal Dogma is shown with a mask with multiple eye slits. How many eye slits are there? Ooh, great question. I know that it's like it's two rows of isolates mm-hmm. and they're not evenly matched so it's not like five on each side i right. think i am going to say seven in total fuck off how did you get that really oh <laughs> damn <laughs> i was just thinking no it's, it's got to be like four down one side and three down the other and I thought, well, seven's kind of a <laughs> significant number in, you know, in the Bible and shit. Wow. <laughs> That's such I a great question. I can't believe you. It was it was three on the left side, four on the right side. Just, uh, you, you <laughs> bastard. I wow. guessed, I guessed eight. You guessed eight, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like three. I knew it was three, but I thought it was like five on the other side. So I thought, oh, yeah, that's probably that's, eight. That's, that's what I was thinking too. Wow. Wow. What a crazy guess. Awesome. Good job, Craig. You did learn something in this entire adventure. I did. <laughs> I did. Amazing. And you know what? We've asked each other a bunch of questions. I think we can safely say that we've both learned something. You've learned something about <laughs> Twin Peaks. I've learned something about Evangelion. Again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Vinny, but I think we've both learned something. A little something about friendship. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you go go fuck yourself fuck you <laughs> so I think it's time to stand on the stage to let the walls crumble down <laughs> to let those red curtains slide to the side past the pale white horse mm-hmm <laughs> I think it's time to stand on a with all of our friends surrounding us, clapping, <laughs> saying congratulations. I think it's time to say goodbye to Twin Peaks Evangelion. Farewell. Farewell. And congratulations. Congratulations. Look, let's let's be real. We probably will come back at some point, but um, yeah. it's we'll we'll call it goodbye for now. Yeah, this will be the okay. end of regularly scheduled stuff. Versus if we think of something, or watch we end this, and then like tomorrow Netflix announces the live action Ava. Yeah, yeah. So if there's any new Evangelion, we'll cover that. If there's any new Twin Peaks or anything new David Lynch wise, we'll cover that. If David Lynch dies. <laughs> from smoking for <laughs> 60 years or something um, you know we'll do a retrospective episode or something like that we'll, we'll come back at some point but um, it's going to be the end of our, our regularly scheduled programming for a while at least so we're going to keep our channels going so do you know do follow along with uh, TP Evangelion um, on twitter.com otherwise you can find us on Instagram as well or send us an email like Ken did at tp semicolon e at gmail.com any final words you want to sign us off with Vinny I'll end it with Anno's final words at the end of episode 26 to my mother I say thank you to all of you I say farewell 
and to all the children of the world, congratulations. What year is this? <laughs> Nani?